I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is Live Mike. I have, in my life thus far, come to know many members of Congress. I've worked with many of them. I have interviewed many of them here on these airwaves. I consider some of them to be uh, personal friends of mine. And I can tell you that some of them are slimy. Some of them are dishonest. Some of them would cheat you to get their way. And some of them are the greatest people I have ever met in my life. The most down-to-earth, earnest, honest, hard-working, genuine, noble men and women that I have come to know. To be a member of Congress is, is a unique thing. Regardless of whether you're one of the good guys or one of the bad guys, uh, you are a unique person if you seek election to the United States Congress. It's a job that's not guaranteed. If you are in the House, of course, you are seeking re-election every two years. And in the Senate, by comparison, a bit longer. But in real-world terms, having to re-secure your job every six years, that requires a, a different mentality, a different outlook on life and career to engage in a life like that. And there are some that have done it year after year after year after year, and they have done so honestly and earnestly. You know, I, I know Congress gets a bad rap. You know, there are those news reports from time to time that talk about the approval rating of Congress. They'll compare it to, uh, what, uh, a paper cut, cockroaches, the plague. We'll probably add coronavirus in there. And uh, especially USA Today. I've noticed over the years USA Today loves to cite these polling numbers, but that Congress rates lower than uh, or has a, a, a poorer approval rating than does a cockroach. All right, we'll see about that. I do know that uh, I do know that in the midst of this coronavirus, that there has been a shifting attitude towards Congress. Anyway, that's all lead up to the the individual I want to talk to you about right now. His name is Sam Johnson, and he passed away yesterday. He was eighty nine. He spent twenty eight years serving in Congress, first taking office in May of nineteen ninety one in a special election. He served until he retired in January of last year. Now that all came after 29 years of service in the Air Force as a fighter pilot. He saw combat in two wars, surviving torture and deprivation at the Hanoi Hilton. Seven years he spent as a prisoner of war, and he... Not long after arriving there, 
into the hands of his captors, he quickly earned a reputation that stemmed from his refusal to reveal military secrets or take part in this program put in place by the North, North Vietnamese, a propaganda effort to compel American POWs to write letters of repentance, saying that the war uh, was evil and wrong and they were part of, uh, of a sideways effort to exploit those. He wouldn't do it. And for that he paid. He paid physically. He was beaten and shackled and deprived of sustenance. He was thirsty and hungry for seven years. His family didn't even know he was alive until two years after he had entered into captivity. His last 18 months enduring as a prisoner of war, uh, get this, he was placed in a cell with John McCain. 18 months, it was Sam Johnson and John McCain together in a North Vietnamese prisoner of war cell. And they would both later go on to represent their homes in the United States Congress. Sam Johnson was a, a conservative through and through. Chris Cannon, Jason Chaffetz's predecessor, he this morning let us know that he knew Sam well. He was a wonderful man and a true hero. After that career in the Air Force, Sam Johnson would go on to serve in Congress, as I said, for 28 years in the House. So divide that by two. That's 14. That's 14 re-elections. 14 times the people of Plano, Texas and the surrounding area said, yeah, he's our man. That's who we would like to send to Washington to represent us. And he did so humbly. Now, as I sit here and tell you the story of Sam Johnson, you may be saying, well, hold on a second, 28 years, he was in a POW camp with John McCain. He was a nearly 30-year fighter pilot. He, for a time, was the head of the Air Force Fighter Weapons School. That's Top Gun, the Top Gun Institute. H how have I never heard of this man? And maybe you have, but I'd be willing to bet that many of you haven't. I'll admit that until I took my first job in Washington, D.C., working in Congress, I had heard very little of Sam Johnson. I didn't know how much of his life he had dedicated to the service of this country, how greatly he had served and how nobly he had served during Vietnam, and how he had stood up to torment and torture for seven years in a POW camp. And that's because of the type of congressman he was, the type of man he was. He was humble. He did not seek the spotlight. He put his head down and he worked hard. He did that in the Air Force. He did that while imprisoned in North Vietnam. And he did that for nearly 30 years in the United States Congress. Uh, before we sign off, I want to share with you a funny story that he told in his own words uh, about his time in the Air Force. After he was released from the North Vietnamese prison camp, he, uh, as I mentioned a moment ago, he ran the Air Force Fighter Weapons School, the so-called Top Gun Institute, and in that capacity, during an air show, he did something that got himself into a little bit of trouble. Here he is, Sam Johnson, telling that story in his own words. When I was flying solo, I used to open the show with a sonic boom, faster than the speed of sound, <laughs> and uh, until... We did a show in Mississippi right on the river down there or near the coast and uh, I broke every uh, window on the waterfront and uh, cost the Air Force about $100,000 and they said, don't do that anymore. 
Word first came of the death of Sam Johnson via a Facebook posting by a member of his family, and it finished reading, He is now with his beloved wife, Shirley, and their son, Bob. Together they are reunited in their eternal home with Jesus Christ. Sam Johnson passed away yesterday. Retired congressman from Texas. He was 89 years old. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to look at antibody testing. Have you been tested? There were more than 500 people who lined up, paid $70 to get their antibodies tested uh, or to see if they carried coronavirus antibodies in Draper earlier this week. We'll look at what came back. The results next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.